Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. <laughs> Morning, everybody. This is Bob Solter. Ah, the smile on my face and the smile in my voice this Sunday morning. Hmm. Now, what is all that about? Let me tell you a little story. As you may have noticed, I like doing that. When I came into studios and offices here at WFAN this morning, eh, I guess it was a little bit before 3.30, and I was dragging, dragging. I mean, even just the walk... And it's only a one-block walk over from the subway over to the station. It's practically shuffling along on the street. I'm thinking to myself, what's with me? Why am I feeling so bad? I got in, and I was getting myself organized for the show. And I was walking toward the control room, and all of a sudden I looked down the hall and I thought, ah. And I saw an old friend. And I thought back. Back to years of relief, is the best way I can phrase it, that I had gotten. When WFAN was located in Astoria in Queens at the Kaufman Astoria Studios. The reason why is something I've alluded to before. Fortunately, one of the things that made the trip over to our location here in lower Manhattan is this, I'll refer to it as magical Shear that is outside the uh, programming office down the hall from where we are physically located right now. I saw that cheer and I thought, this may be my salvation. And I thought to myself, I need about 15 to 20 minutes in that chair. I hadn't been in the chair in 
good couple of years. All I have to say is, ah, oh man, what a great feeling. Anyway, I am feeling good today. Hopefully you are as well. Um, we're going to have an a interesting uh, show. Now, we may take a bit of a turn from where we were planning in hour one of our program, um, but we were scheduled to be talking about uh, work of an interesting uh, foundation. Hopefully we can connect with the person we were going to be talking with uh, on that uh, topic, and we have another guest who's going to join us and go into an interesting uh, topic that I think is going to spark a lot of interest from folks listening to us when we get into the second hour of our program at 7 this morning. But I'll tell you what we're going to start things off with here um, while we move to connect with the guest who is scheduled to be with us starting at 6 this morning. I'd like to start, and I resisted doing this last week, but I guess with the way things have been going lately, it's only natural to go with something topical. Some of you may already know where I'm going here. The question is, this attention that is being given to President Trump and his administration, a whole lot of attention in the media, obviously a lot of focus on Capitol Hill, And some would say some pretty sharp focus from the public as well. The question is, is this attention really warranted or is this simply over the top? Interestingly, the president who never is at a shortage for words, obviously, has described this as a modern-day witch hunt. There seems to be something literally every day uh, with him in the news. And then there are these comparisons that started last week with his administration and the Watergate scandal of the Nixon administration, which ultimately brought President Richard Nixon's career to a screeching halt back in August of 1974. Those who were alive at the time remembered the coverage that surrounded that, the initial denials on the part of President Nixon, and ultimately on 
August 8th of 1974, his resignation speech, where he was announcing that literally he was leaving office the next day and that the vice president at that time, Gerald Ford, would be taking over as president. My question is, are we really in a similar situation now, or is this, for lack of a better term, a lot of attention over nothing? We live in a society where, obviously, we can find out information 24 hours a day, seven days a week, in many forms, on many devices, many different sources. And the question becomes, is this attention justified or is this a ganging up, for lack of a better term, on President Trump and his administration? So you want to join us? We'll open the phones up. We haven't connected with the guests in our first hour. Let's open the phones. Here at WFAN, the phone number is 877-337-6666. Interested in your thoughts and comments um, on this uh, topic. You know, we had the revelation, um, I guess it was last week, because unfortunately all these things seem to run together. Uh, Now it's hard to remember exactly what took place when. Uh, The revelation that the president had revealed information that it was reported was confidential information to a couple of Russian officials who he was meeting with at the time. Of course, you had the whole response from President Trump and his administration Uh, that the release of the information was, and I believe the term that was used this past week was it was, quote, wholly appropriate. Whereas you had some people who have said that it's part of a series of actions that they're almost citing as grounds for impeachment, and people are actually talking about that idea. I mean, wasn't it just a couple of weeks ago that the big news was that the president had been in office for 100 days? So that's why I'm posing this question is, has the media just gone overboard, or is this 
justified in terms of the examination that is being given of the actions of President Trump and his administration. Of course, the president right now is on his first um, foreign trip, overseas trip, uh, starting in Saudi Arabia. And um, there will be very intense coverage of that because he has a number of different stops as part of that trip, including being part of an economic uh, summit that will take place, um, I guess, toward the end of that excursion, too. So it'll be interesting to see exactly how the coverage uh, shakes out with that. You want to join us? Up on the phone, 877-337-6666. That's our number here at The Fan this Sunday morning. Good morning, everybody. This is Bob Solter. We are uh, in a discussion. Well, we're going to be in a discussion with you in uh, this first hour of our program. The interview that we had scheduled doesn't look like that's going to happen. So we'll connect in that regard at a future time. But let's go with something that is um, apparently a timely discussion. And the idea I've put out there is this coverage of the Trump administration. Is it fair? Um, is it overdone at this point? These comparisons with the Nixon administration and um, Watergate, um, there's an awful lot of uh, coverage of President Trump that is taking place and will be happening in the next week as he um, travels overseas as well. So what we're doing this hour is opening up the phone lines for your thoughts on the topic, 877-337-6666. That is WFAN's toll-free line. It is brought to you by Mohegan Sun, Connecticut, Mohegan Sun, Pocono, and Resorts, Atlantic City. And here's a shocker. People actually want to talk about the topic. Hey, maybe I hit on something here. All right. Let's uh, start first with uh, Dave in Garden City, who's been holding for some time. Dave, good morning. Welcome to the fan. Good morning, Bob. Um, you know... Uh, I, I tuned in uh, expecting to hear your usual, and given the opportunity to jump in, I felt like I had to. You know, Bob, what we're witnessing here is uh, an attempt, and I think it is a studied and very deliberate attempt by Trump, by Bannon, to regular regularize the outrageous. Uh, we are being anesthetized to... Um, uh, in an attempt to uh, make us believe that the outrageous is normal. What he is doing as president is presiding over the debasing of the entire system in a way that is not okay and that I don't think can be overstated. The denigration of all of our intelligence agencies, um, you know, the, you have to view the campaign and the continuing campaign since his election and taking office of the peace. You'll remember the mocking of an undisputed military hero like the always decent John McCain, the attempts to roll back decades, decades of bipartisan progress on the environment, the relentless cozying up to the Russian bear, the entrusting of our entire educational system, 
a cynical for college, uh, for profit vocational school profiteer. I mean, we could go on and on and on. I think the danger here is not that anything gets overstated, but rather that the hits of that which is unacceptable and outrageous become so numerous that we're anesthetized and numbed, and we just kind of sit back and accept it. Okay. Now, the $64,000 question then becomes, what happens? Does he wind up being impeached, or does he resign, or not? I, I think not. I think what happens is that those of us who choose to uh, express our alarm about this, those of us who choose to uh, complain about what has occurred, have to simply redouble our efforts and vote the SOBs out the next time around. And uh, that starts with the congressional elections uh, that uh, are going to occur in a year and a half. I mean, after all, uh, it, is, uh, it is profane, regardless of party, that anyone can sit back and accept some of what they're witnessing. Were any of what's going on with Russia going on with the Democratic administration, much less one headed by Hillary Clinton, she would have been pilloried by now, and appropriately so. Uh, and so I think that I think he hangs in there because I don't think the Congress has the courage of its convictions, even though they know what they're witnessing. And I think it becomes our obligation to uh, to change things at the polling place. Dave, thank you for your call and your comments this morning on um, The Fan. Thank you for your patience on the phone, too. Uh, 877-337-6666 is our phone number. You want to jump in with your thoughts? Um, Let's go next to Bernie in Howard Beach, who's been holding for a while. Bernie, thanks for holding on so long. Welcome to The Fan. Thanks for taking my call. Bob, uh, just for context's sake, I'm 75, and I've never voted Democratic before. And I still haven't. Not that I voted for Trump, but I, I've never voted for a Democrat, and I'm 75, so I was around when Nixon was uh, had his problems. Mm-hmm. Um, the job of the um, uh, the news, the uh, media, is to uh, cover uh, politics and, and to flash a, a light of truth on on the situation as it were, but. Um, he is being investigated for obstruction of justice. It's very clear that he is being investigated. Whether they find him guilty of obstruction of justice, uh, we'll find out. But that, that's exactly why Nixon went south. So um, I agree completely with what the gentleman in front of me said. Um uh, uh, it's it's a, an abomination. I can't look at the news. I can't look at him. And I'm again, I'm a voting Republican, but this man, um, uh, aside from everything else, has no clue. He doesn't know when the Civil War started. He he, he is a, unbelievable. This guy is president. And frankly, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they get him on the obstruction of justice as well as. Every, they don't need anything else but obstruction of justice. Forget about Russia. I mean, you can justify Russia as trying to make uh, better relationships with with your enemies, if it's possible, under the proper, proper means. But get him on obstruction of justice. If if, if he asks Comey to, to stop investigating uh, his general, 
That's obstruction of justice. Bernie, thank you for your uh, call and your uh, comment and patience on the phone, too, this morning. Thank you. Ready? Next, we go to, uh, let's see, we're going to Tom's River, New Jersey, to Tom. Tom, good morning. Thanks for holding on. Welcome to the fan. Bob, like I said to your producer, best two hours of radio every Sunday morning. Thank you. Honest to goodness. Um, Listen, you you said something, and I don't don't, want to make it a political uh, diatribe. The thing that you said that really kind of made me a conscientious objector starting last spring when this started was the media's coverage of all this. Now, to be clear, I believe that both parties have enough monsters hiding under their beds. But <laughs> the two gentlemen the two gentlemen that preceded me pretty much put into words the reason that I've just kind of washed my hands of this, because if at the end of the day, correct me if I'm wrong, this is our government of the people, by the people. And when I voted, I made my choice. I won't go into it. I chose whom I thought was going to be qualified. That tips my hand. And I just backed off. I watched the postmortem, listened to the postmortem. And now I've just watched this take off. And my question to you is, and this is what you really have to, I think, have to question is, where are the facts? And if we get the facts, as the first gentleman alluded to, does the Congress and the judicial branch have the the stones to see this through the way it should be seen through? Feel free to, to comment, because I, I'd love to hear what you got to say, even if you keep me on the air before so I can hear it. I, I'm, you know, mute me if you want to. Well, it's Peace interesting. Out, brother. It's interesting. I, I wonder whether or not um, the Congress would have what's necessary to really follow through. You know, most people who are skeptical, and I tend to be one of them, um, would probably opt for the idea that the Congress really would not unless there's something that's really egregious uh, that comes forth. Unfortunately, the reality, Tom, and everybody else is the fact that, you know, the last page of this script basically hasn't been written. It seems like there's something new that comes up every day, and um, things keep getting more and more outrageous if that's the way that you want to view them. Uh, so I, I honestly, I just don't know. Um, I've quite frankly been shocked at how many things uh, have come at us in a very short period of time, and um, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. That's part of the reason why I was putting the question out to folks listening, and I wasn't sure exactly what the response was going to be, whether or not people were going to say, well, wait a minute, give the guy a chance, or... We were going to get people who were saying, you know, enough is enough, um, and you know, too much has happened. But thank you for your uh, comments and uh, also for your call this morning too. Uh, let's see if we can do another uh, call here, also from New Jersey. Steve has been holding for some time. Steve, good morning. Welcome to the fan. Uh, good morning. Yeah, I mean, all this has brought been brought on by himself, by his own behavior. So, you know, when you campaign and you say, "I want to ban all Muslims." all Muslims, when you say all these things, and then you go after people like John McCain, John McCain's going to come back at you. You know, when you call the press the enemy of the people, which is like right out of the Stalin playbook, 
and John McCain picks up on that, he's going to say something. And it goes on and on. When you implement a travel ban and a judge, a federal judge says it's illegal, and then you attack the federal judge, you know, so violently, you know, verbally, the way he did it, and we'll just go down the list, you know. So it's like one day, you know, he brings it completely on himself. And um, then he's shaking his head that he's being attacked by people. No, he's been saying horrible and mean-spirited things since the campaign. He demonizes large groups of people. I work in education. I've got kids walking through the high school, build bridges, not walls. The whole, you know, the whole multicultural staff is wearing that. I've got kids being afraid they're going to be deported, you know? And um, it's not good. It's not a good energy. It's not a good vibe. And they're um, himself, and I hope they really go after him. I really do. Steve, thank you for your uh, call and your comments this morning. Duly noted. Um, interesting comments from folks uh, listening to us. You want to join in the discussion, 877-337-6666 is our number here at The Fan. We're talking about this whole situation with uh, President Trump and the attention that his actions and comments have uh, garnered. You know, I said earlier that the big thing a couple of weeks ago was the fact that he was at 100 days in office and what had taken place. Of course, at that time, he was lauding his accomplishments, and it seemed like it was just after that that there was just this snowball of one thing after the other after the other that was coming out in uh, the media that was to say the least, anti-Trump. Uh, and these revelations just seem to keep coming. The question I've put forward is, is it fair? Is the media coverage fair? And I guess the other question with that is, does it really have to be? Good morning, everybody. This is Bob Salter. Just thinking aloud here on the program. Um, we're having an interesting discussion because we've opened up the phones for you to share your thoughts on exactly what is happening with President Trump and his administration and also the media coverage of um, these ongoing episodes involving the Trump administration um, and also these comparisons to the Nixon administration and the Watergate scandal. You want to join us? 877 877- 337-6666 is our phone number, and the phone lines are jammed here. So let's go first to Little Ferry, New Jersey, to Bob, who's been holding for a while. Robert, good morning. Welcome to The Fan. Yes, good morning, Bob. Uh, you know, let me address it in a different way, Bob, if I can. Forty uh, percent of the people in this country voted for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. The reason for it is they found nothing Nothing that really qualified Donald Trump to be president of our country. However, the 40% voted because of their frustration with the way the system works in this country. Now, those people find it hard now to acknowledge the fact that it looks like that the man is not qualified. There's no question that he's not. And let nature take its course in that regard with all the screw-ups he's making. I think the real problem here is the setup that we have with the two-party system. We must incorporate an independent vote that's formidable. What I mean by that is the third, a third party like the, uh, I mean the Tea Party or something like that, 
that doesn't work because if you have a third party, then if you belong to that, you become allegiant to that party. And so, therefore, the script is made for you. You must be independent. And I think the day that we as American people can vote an independent to become president of our country, that's the way it should go. As far as the Congress goes and the legislatures, if the majority or even if a, a, a segment of the representatives are independent, this is what happens. Let's assume that an issue comes up before Congress to vote on. And let's say that it's there's 10 or 15 percent of the uh, the congressmen or independents. We don't know which way they're going to vote. Neither party knows which way the independent is going to vote. And I would hope, because of integrity, that the independents are going to vote on what's best for the American people and what's best for the government. Therefore, when the agendas come across with the Republicans and the Democrats, one stands up, the other sits down. The actual vote of whatever is on the issue that's on the table is going to be decided by independents. And we would hope that the independents are going to vote what's best for the people and also what's best for the government. I think until that happens, to watch television and watch the media, it's, it's like a joke. They're obviously doing it for ratings. You have CNN, uh, M- w, uh, whatever it is, NBC and Fox. One is worse than the other. All it is is loaded with opinions. We now know all of these reporters like their household names. Mm-hmm. And all they do is issue opinions. They, they bring rumors forth without any uh, support or documentation, you know, proof. And that's exactly what's going on now. Uh, is Donald Trump frustrated? Yes, he is. Does he understand that he got himself into something that, he had no idea. He knew it was going to be rough, but not like this. I'm just hopeful that at the end of this uh, overseas tour that he conducts himself appropriately and doesn't embarrass us. And he comes back and he faces the issues of what's uh, all the problems that have been caused. Do I think he's going to last? Absolutely not. There's no way in my mind that he can last. But we have to look long range and decide how can we get this country moving forward until we have these two part, this two-party system fight each other like cats and dogs because they don't want to give recognition to the other party that something good was done, well, that's absurd. So we have to build up an independent vote, and if we do that, we have a chance to go forward and really not lag behind the rest of the world because a lot of things that Donald Trump says and which attracted those 40% of people are true. The country is lagging behind in so many areas, but that's all because we've stalled in the Congress. And that's where the real problem is. Interesting thought, Bob. Thank you very much for your patience and also for your comments this morning. Thank you. All right, let's see. We'll stay on the phone here. Next, we're going to Dan, who's been holding for some time in Manhattan. Dan, thanks for holding on so long. Welcome to the fan. Thank you for having me. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, yes, my name is Dan. I'm a political professor at a great college. Um, I'm well off. And what I'm seeing in America today, it's definitely a problem. What we're seeing in Washington is straight theater. It's all theater. The world knows the American empire is in decline. We're being tested by Russia. We're being tested by China. Every time North Korea fires a missile, it's clearly on the direction of China. So what needs to happen, honestly, is the people have to realize, put their phones down, turn off keeping up with the Kardashians, 
go to Washington and demand our congressmen get to work. Remember, one of your callers said, we the people, that's what it's about. The American empire is not what it used to be anymore. I was walking home the other day. I saw an entire family digging in the trash can. I had to pull over. I cried. I gave them $100. I really do not like what I'm seeing nowadays, and things really have to change. And I understand what it is. Money's getting tighter everywhere. You know, we're in a lot of debt. A lot of jobs are lost. I see the 4% unemployment. It's baloney. I really think it's 15 to 20%. You know, a third of the country is either on substances or drinking or depression. And I really think everything we see in the news is manufactured. All the journalism we see on TV, they just read off a teleprompter. It isn't journalism. It's just like your other caller said, opinion. And I just I look at everyone around. They look depressed. They look stressed. And I'm not trying to be a downer. It's just there's no more positivity. Everything is money, 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 money. And when you live like that, you, you can't live. And in the future, people are going to look back when we crumble. They're going to scratch their heads. They're going to say, wow, we had the best colleges. We had such good infrastructure, beautiful land. What happened? And the diagnosis is going to be greed. I really think so. Dan, thank you for your call and your comments this morning and your patience also on the phone, too. Uh, let's see, 877-337-6666 is our phone number here at The Fan. We'll go next to Mike, who is calling us from uh, Florida where in Florida are you? I'm in Palm Coast. I just moved here in February. I lived in New York for 50 years. Okay. Um, now, I mean, you mentioned shock, uh, the shock of all of this. Uh, the shock is coming from, I'm not even going to call them the media anymore. It's entertainment. I mean, they're making up so many accusations, outrageous accusations, misquoting, elaborating on things that never were said, and, for example, um, a ban on all Muslims and leaving it at that. Leave out the portion where Mr. Trump says many Muslims are wonderful people, I love Muslims, and because they don't want you to hear it, it doesn't fit their narrative. If you're a kind of person that has your head in the sand and don't see that a large portion of the terrorism that's currently going on is Muslim-based, I mean, then you're a fool. As far as all of these other accusations, nothing has been proven. Um, The Democratic left side, whatever you want to call them, have proven their hypocrisy on the Comey situation because Mr. Comey, in complete agreement with everybody, I mean, should have taken action against Hillary Clinton. She was a criminal. He laid out the crimes yet took no action against her. They were wonderfully happy with him at that point. But then when he came out further with that letter explaining uh, the crimes and all of these things against her, they hated him. He's incompetent, Mr. Comey. Mr. Trump fired him on his incompetence. Oh, no, wait a minute. Mr. Trump is no good because he fired this guy. I mean, how foolish, how far in the sand do you have to stick your head? And 
this country is ridiculous. Even one of the last callers, Mr. Welloff, shame on you. You only gave that family $100. You made it a point to let us know you're well off, a family digging in the garbage, and you gave them a lousy 100 bucks. That's like a poor person giving them 50 cents. I mean, give me a break. Well, wait a minute. All wait a minute. Hang, hang on for a second. Hang on for a second. Because that's, that's, I understand the analogy you're making, but that's, that's a ridiculous thought in a way, because realistically, he didn't have to give them anything. Right? You're exactly right. He, he, realistically, he didn't. Nothing. You know? But you know something? That is what Mr. Trump is pointing out. I'm glad you said that. I mean, at this point, and the, the situation that we are living in today, if the one percent don't give and give in a in a way that makes a difference, then the other ninety nine percent are doomed. Mm. I mean, these one percenters, if you want to call them, that own all of the companies and businesses, they they made their money from the ninety nine percent. We're the ones that buy the Campbell soup and all the foods and all the, the, the products that make these people rich. I mean, that was my analogy. I'm saying that if, and he made it the point to say he's well off. Right. He didn't have to do that. I right. mean, but to give a hundred bucks, that ain't nothing. Okay. And that's exactly the type of situation that I'm talking about here. Mike, where, Mike yes. points noted. Thank you very much for your call. Okay, Bob, right. I love your show. Thank you. Thank you for your right. kindness, too, on the phone and waiting. Uh, let's see. We're going next to Ed in Connecticut. Ed, good morning. Thanks for holding on. Welcome to the fan. Good morning. Good morning. From the moment that Trump was elected, three words came from the Democratic left in this country. Non-acceptance, impeachment, and resistance. It was determined by the left that immediately they were not going to accept this president and they were going to get him out of office. This includes the media in this country, which is predominantly liberal and leftist. I happen to be an independent conservative. I did not support Donald Trump in the primaries. I, I supported other candidates. I don't particularly like Donald Trump. I did, however, like Hillary Clinton a lot less. So I voted for him. What seems to me is happening is that this man is not being given any chance whatsoever to show what he can or cannot do as president. It is one constant drumbeat after another by the media. As the noted uh, liberal attorney, Dershowitz, said very prominently on TV this week, there are no crimes here. These are witch hunts. They're going to keep looking and looking and looking, picking up every stone until they can manufacture some charge that they can try to impeach them on. Here's the essence to me. This is, in fact, an attempt by the liberal left to overthrow the government of the United States. Donald Trump, like it or not, was duly elected by the majority of the Electoral College. He deserves the chance. Any movement to just unilaterally overthrow him by impeachment or whatever they can do, to me, is treasonous because it is looking to overthrow the government of the United States that was duly elected. And that's my point. Thank you for your point and your comments this morning and also your patience on the phone, Ed. Let's see. Next, let's see if we can fit in one more call here before we wrap up. A lot of folks on the phones, too. We're going next to Brooklyn to Helena. Helena, good morning. Thanks for holding on. Welcome to The Fan. Good morning. So I agree with the last two callers. Finally, I, I was hyperventilating. 
with a first-year caller. Well, there's no need to hyperventilate, okay? It's, only, guy, people, it's only people expressing opinions. Okay. I don't want you to, to hyperventilate. And okay. Thank you, Am. It's just a form of... Anyway, I, I, I think you have to give him a chance. I think he's trying his best. He's trying to make it a safe world. Come on, guys. Look what's going on in the world. The decapitating people, the burning people in churches alive. You don't, what's going on here? The place is a mess. And this didn't happen under Donald Trump. It happened under Obama. How can nobody says one word of God? He's giving all the cash to Iran. Do you know, once they get a bomb, none of you will be spared. Everybody, they throw one bomb and everybody's going to get killed. I mean, what's going on here? And do you know that you released all the terrorists from Guantanamo? I don't hear one word about that. Give Donald Trump a chance. He's trying to make this a safer world. And when they talk about walls, He's just trying to keep people who are illegally here. He didn't say anything about not allowing people to come in. We were also immigrants. It took us seven years to come from Paris to the United States of America. What is the matter with everybody? And I just feel that the media, it's really a witch hunt. I agree with him. I just want to tell you, he's now in the Middle East. I'm praying and hoping that he doesn't go for a two-state solution because Israel gave up Gaza, and all they have is bombs and terrorists. If he has a two-state solution, God forbid, it's going to be the end of Israel. It's going to be suicide for them. So I hope he's not able to be convinced in that respect. Anyway, the bottom line is give him a chance. He's trying to make it better for all of you. Put your effort and, and energy into other things. There's so much going on in this world that you should take care of and not witch hunting Donald Trump. That's okay. my opinion. Points noted. Thank you very much. And breathe breathe easy. Okay. Thank you an awful lot for your call this morning and for all the uh, calls in the hour. Now, you know, this was not what we originally were going to do in the discussion, but we went with it. Okay. Um, timely discussion. I am interested in the views of people listening to us, and I'm glad that we could um, let folks express themselves and um, that you did that this morning. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.